0: Hi, I'm Stephanie Decker, a 25-year member.
1: And I'm Bob Chalker, AMP CEO.
0: We're here today for the Members' Roundtable. Bob, can you please give us an update on what's happening with sections and chapters?
1: I sure can. So first of all, the decision's been made that the what I'll call the local entities of the organization are going to be called chapters. That's the title going forward or the name that we'll use for them. Um, we have a membership committee, the membership program committee. that's worked extremely hard. This was one of the areas that we knew was going to be challenging. Um, NACE had 130 plus uh, sections, and SSBC, I believe, it was almost 30 uh, sections. Um, how do you bring that together? The, the models were different, the way they worked was different, the geographies were different, and so it was—it's a complex problem to solve. The committee's done phenomenal work. Um, So what they've done is they've looked at what we have today and they sort of organized it into three buckets. The one bucket is it's a really easy situation to put in place. Maybe there was a NACE section in the past and not an SSPC so it's easy to to continue to use the geography of the NACE or vice versa. There was an SSPC uh, chapter but no NACE and so it's a much easier problem to solve. Um, There were some other reasons, where where the geography lined up perfectly. They covered the exact same area. Easier to solve. Those, they started to launch the integration a couple weeks ago, um, and by that, they're electing their officers. They are branding and coming up with the name and the logo for their uh, chapters, and they're starting to get launched. We're hoping they're starting to come together and offer programming and services at the local level. The second group we're just now starting to work on. Those had some more complexities to them. Maybe it wasn't a perfect match or maybe the overlap was such that, and we have one situation that where there was one SSPC section within that area, there were five, excuse me, SSPC chapter within that area, there were five NACE sections. Well, what do you do with that? They're working through what that looks like. Um, And then we had the, what we would call the complex ones. The complex ones either had, um, maybe there was, many of these are outside the U.S. where you had legal incorporation issues. And so you've got to change the name with the state or the, the government there. Um, there were complexities in, uh, frankly, member leadership interactions. There you know, challenges of different kinds. And so those ones we haven't started to work on. They're, they're working on a plan for them. Um, but it's starting to roll out now. Um, we're seeing starting to see some really good success. The big thing I would say is to our members at the local level, reach out to one another we understand, for a long time, the two organizations sort of looked at each other like competitors, and so it's there is a need that each person makes an effort to come together, to look for how can we make this work and how do we do in a positive way. That's been the model throughout this merger from the top on down, even the earliest discussions. We can all find reasons why things shouldn't work. We're all really good at that. Let's find the reasons of how we're gonna make this work. Let's talk about the challenges and the difficulties and the problems, put them on the table. Don't just complain about them or bury them. Let's get them out, let's deal with them. And um, I'm excited that I'm starting to see some examples where at the local level, members are coming together and putting great programming in place for uh, for our members. So we hope to see a lot more of that.
0: As a legacy NACE member, as well as a legacy SSPC member, there's a widespread perception on the SSPC legacy side that the NACE chapters were just renamed AMP chapters.
1: Couldn't be furthest from the truth. If it would be, it would have been a, probably the easy way to do things is something like that, or make use the SSPC model, but that wasn't the way we chose to do it. The way we chose to do it was to look at each location and come up with what the best model for that is. There are cases where the answer was to use the NACE section as it was in shape and form. There's also cases where we're using the SSPC chapter as the model for it. But in many cases, it's a reconfiguration to something different. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a new layout, a new geography, or a new coverage for this section in the chapter. But that's I talked earlier about the three buckets. Um, that's partly partially the issue. I said in some cases it was easy because there was a nice aligning and some of those were, hey, there's no other SSPC activity here, or there was a perfect lake over, and so we'll use the NACE section, or vice versa. There are some, um, I'll give an example of the uh, Gulf Coast, right? So you had the Gulf Coast where SSPC covered, I think it was as far from Houston to New Orleans. In that area, NACE had five or six sections. So you will start to see, well, okay, maybe the NACE alignment does make sense for that area because we do need to break it into smaller chunks because we're serving more people. One of the things we're very conscious of as we lay this out this the purposes of sections and chapters are to serve people in a local geography. We need to try to do this in such a way that the distance of travel or in how hard it is to engage we make it as simple as possible. You know if, if you live in Columbus, Ohio and all of your local activity with AMP chapters is happening in Cleveland. That's a two and a half, three hour drive. You're not going to participate in that. So we can't get it perfect. There's some big geography we have to cover. But one of the things they're looking at is, where are the members located based on the addresses they put into our system? And what does does this all centrally look like? And how do we get it as close to as many people as we can? So those kind of things are becoming more the drivers than just take what was there before we haven't done that with anything that we're doing in this organization
0: that makes great sense thank you legacy sspc headquarters was in pittsburgh legacy nace headquarters was in houston where's amp's headquarters
1: uh, right now in the internet right like everybody else there's very few people in either of those buildings um i say that in jest and i hope someday we get back to being in person again but right now i will tell you that um, a large number of the staff are working remotely because of their own health and safety to protect them Um, but we are keeping it was decided very early in this process even before we went public we would keep both headquarters we consider them both headquarters it's dual headquarters you go into the buildings it'll say headquarters on both of them um, we consider it dual headquarters. A couple things with that. First of all, we're investing in both headquarters. The board just improved s- significant money to um, remodel the classrooms in Pittsburgh and in Houston so that we have state of classrooms. We're gonna add a paint and blast booth in Pittsburgh so that we'll be able to offer CIP courses there. And we're, um, looks like we'll be adding a second classroom in Pittsburgh as well. So, and then in Houston, we're um, remodeling the classrooms we have some work to do with air conditionings. We're going to be replacing some air conditionings. You don't want to live in Houston and not have your air conditioning functioning and working and uh, investing in other things. So both headquarters are being invested in. Both are central and core to us delivering products and services. We've been out running courses in both locations um, really since the merger went public, but those they're both staying and they're both a core part of the future of this organization. And by the way, one other thing, signage is going up as we speak. So. The Houston uh, headquarters had its signage put up in a week, or, a week or so ago. If you drive by I-10, you're going to see the AMP logo and branding, and we're in the process of putting the, the Pittsburgh signage up right now.
0: And what about the staff? What about AMP staff? Same with the legacy SSPC staff and legacy NA staff. What happened with staff?
1: Staff, so from the very beginning, one of the commitments we made was that no staff was going to lose their job because of this merger. The board was adamant about that. I was adamant about that. The staff were critically important and both organizations had great staff. Now, that doesn't mean everybody's doing the exact same job they were doing before. Sometimes you don't need, you know, if we have two marketing leads, you don't need two marketing leads. So somebody's being asked to do something else. So there are a lot of staff who are doing jobs different than what they did before merger, but nobody lost their job because of this merger. I'm gonna be really clear about that because I heard some rumors going around it absolutely every staff that wants to continue to work with us is continuing. Now, we've been affected by the great resignation like everybody else has. Um, And so there's a few people who've made, you know, priority changes or uh, decided that a better way to go. The other thing a lot of staff have chosen to do um, as COVID has taught us, we can work remotely. So we do have some staff who have moved to places, maybe back closer to home where they grew up and they have family and maybe elderly parents or friends or people they want to be close to. A lot of our jobs can be done remotely, um, and so we've embraced that. We've said it's okay. You can do that. You're part of our team. You will always be part of our team um, as long as you choose to be, and we're okay that you're going to work remotely. Now, there's some things we're asking, like you know, they got to stay connected and perform their jobs well, um, make sure they have internet and uh, a place to work, but, so a lot of, but, but if that's something a staff member wants to do and the job allows them to do it, we're embracing that. The other thing is, um, we've brought the staff together as one team, so there is no there is no longer an SSPC and an A staff. There is a AMP staff. They happen to be located in Houston, in Pittsburgh, and around the world, frankly, um, but it's one staff. So there's one education department, there's one marketing department, there's one finance team. They're located in different places, but they are one team. You know, we're sitting here today in the booth, uh, in, on the trade floor. It was awesome to watch the staff come together this week and see them work. There was teamwork and camaraderie and friendships that have started to build that are exactly what the staff wants to be and and is becoming. So I'm really excited and pleased with how the staff is, uh, is working.
0: The very first round table we did, we had a member who asked us the question with regards to NACE legacy members and SSPC legacy members. His question was, who wins?
1: You know, I I remember that question, right? So it was our very first round table. We little, all of us were a little bit nervous. We we're doing this for the first time and, and allowing members to ask questions. And that question got asked, and it's a great question, but it's a hard question. So when the individual asked it, I actually paused. I did not want to give the pat answer of everybody wins or the industry wins or the member wins. That's too easy to say. Um, and it's not genuine. I wanted to give something genuine. So I actually asked him, can, I, can we hold that question? Let me think about it a little bit. We'll take some others and come back to it. And as I really thought about it, it, it really occurred to me that, first of all, I, I hope nobody looks at it as win or loss, but I understand why they would feel that way. It, it has to do with your perspective and how you engage in the organizations. These are big organizations with a lot of things going on. And if something you were engaged in is being changed dramatically, or maybe is even going away, um, it feels like you've lost something. So if you were a NACE accredited NICAP contractor and you invested time and money and energy to gain that accreditation, and now we're churning to QP, it's gonna feel like you've lost something because you made a big effort and, and investment, and now you're being told to use QP. So I get there's lots there. Same for somebody who maybe is a PCI inspector, and now we're moving to CIP and they're very vested in that PCI program. Um, They feel like they lost something. So I think it's a really personal thing of what people want and lost. But here's a challenge I would make. There are so many great things that are coming out of this merger. Um, Look for the positive. As humans, we're awesome at being able to find the negative. It's like it's wired in us. Um, Sometimes it takes a little effort to look for the positive. Make that effort. Look what this organization's doing. Watch the emails, what's being posted in social media, and learn about what's coming that's gonna be a plus to you. And I think almost all of our members will be able to find when it all weighs out, there's a lot more positives than negatives. Thank
0: you, Bob, for answering all of these questions from our members. It's it's extremely helpful. Can you please tell members how they can reach out to you and communicate with you and or AMP staff?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, to reach me personally, um, robert.chalker at amp.org. That comes right to me in my inbox. Um, if, if I'm out of town, I have somebody who watches that box to make sure that um, it gets answered. And they don't sit. Um, if you want to reach the organization, customer service, call them. Call the 1-800 number. But we also monitor, uh, like a lot of companies do, social media. So if you really got a question and you don't feel like you're getting an answer, put a post on our Facebook page. Somebody will get back to you. So we might, Or send a message through Facebook to, to the AMP, uh, site. We'll get we'll get back to you. We monitor LinkedIn. Um, so we're we're like everybody else, multiple ways of communicating, as many as we possibly can. Email, phone calls, social media.
0: Thank you. You're welcome.